Good evening, Patriots. I had a totally different podcast envisioned for tonight. I was going to poke fun at Biden's horrible State of the Union speech. But that's really just too easy. Put some more VAC stats in here. Complain about a proposed state mileage tax. I mean, taxes already built and repair the roads. Talk about chicken feed, egg production, and Purina. But everyone's been talking about that, so why beat a dead horse? But you know what hardly anyone seems to be talking about? East Palestine, Ohio. Basically Chernobyl, but with highly, highly toxic chemicals. The EPA released a manifest of three cars of diethylene glycol, one car of polypropyl glycol, one car of propopylene glycol, two cars of polyethylene, two cars of polyvinyl, and five cars of petroleum. Then, the EPA reports that they also found ethylene glycol, monobutyl ether, ethylene hexyl acrylate, and isobutylene also on the same train. This train derailment happened on the 3rd. The 3rd. But no one had heard about it until a few days ago. Residents have been told it's okay to go back home. The railroad has already been fixed and it's all ready to go about its business. How did they clean up a disaster so fast and efficiently? They didn't. They burned it and they buried it. So a huge toxic cloud. Do they know how many miles that can be carried by the wind? Did they even consider that? Just a few of the side effects that I've read about can be damage to the nervous system, damage to the immune system, decrease in bone strength in fingers, arms, and joints. You're also at a higher risk for several cancers, increased risk of miscarriage and birth defects. The spill and burn occurred near the Ohio River. They are saying maybe thousands of farms could be affected. Um, well, there's 77,000 farms alone in Ohio. A lady 10 miles from the burn reported her chickens died. What will happen 5, 10, 20 years down the road to every person, animal, plant, waterway that this has touched and that they have hidden? How many people will be affected that haven't even heard a thing about this? I mean, there's been dead fish reported five miles from the derailment already. Norfolk Southern Corporation, or NSC, is who operates this railway. With total assets worth 38 billion, yes, that's with a B, billion, donated a whopping $25,000 to assist the residents during the evacuation. From what locals are reporting online, no Red Cross, no FEMA, nothing. They just made a town possibly deadly to live in 
and who knows where the wind and water will end up carrying this. Millions of Americans could be affected. And there's media silence. Where are all the crazy environmentalists? Where's Greta? Not a peep. But the railroad is up and running again. They will keep making their billions. They aren't worried about us. Heck, we're the carbon they want to reduce anyway. Yeah, my podcast started as a way to get my emotions, frustrations, message out. To try and wake people up. To share information. I thought my goal was to inspire people to take their country back through politics. Well, that's going about as well as trying to bail a pail water out of a sinking boat with a teacup. Which in turn just adds to the frustration. So I decided to just contemplate what to do, where to go from here. Because politics or political groups, from my experience, are just a bu- uh, just full of egos. And I'm sorry, we don't have time for that nonsense. It's not about who gets their name in lights. It's about people having a say and a choice in their life and their government. One of my friends said something that I thought was simple and brilliant. They said, I'm of the mindset that we don't fight it, being their system. We make it obsolete. We need an alternate system. And she's 100% correct. We need our own system. All of our broken systems and our dependency on them always come back to the forefront lately. I think that is where we start. And it might just be the straw that breaks the camel's back. We don't need their systems. That's what everything they want to accomplish depends on. Us needing them. So let's not need a thing they are selling. How in the world do we accomplish this? We start small. What can you do for yourself and your family? What skills do you have? Then what can you not do that you need? Say you can grow just about anything you set your mind to, but you don't have room for a cow or a goat. Then go talk to people in your community. Find that person that has milk, but can't grow strawberries. Work out a trade. Say you have a beautiful herb garden full of yarrow, mint, lemon balm, oregano, the whole nine yards. But you can't knit a sweater, a warm sweater, to literally save your life. But your neighbor can. You decide you want some baby chickens to have fresh eggs. Go ask that crazy chicken lady if she might hatch you a few. We've become so distant from everyone. We aren't communities looking out for each other anymore. You know, the best things I've done these last few years was to start setting up at the farmer's market and join a homeschool community. I have met some truly wonderful, amazing people. We have resources at our fingertips, not only to survive, but to thrive if we come together in communities again. We don't realize what we're all capable of. But that means stepping outside your little box you're in. Stick your neck. Stick your. <clears throat> stick your neck out, and doing that super terrifying thing, saying hi to a neighbor. And this is something I'm so guilty of too. I like to keep to myself, not be a bother. 
I more than anyone know how hard this is. Trust me. I used to get a pit in my stomach at the thought of having to talk to people. But you'd never realize that now, would you? We're all going to have to start pushing ourselves past our comfort zones. Make connections. Make networks. Grow, teach, farm, dry, can, sew, crochet, learn. We need to help people realize that they don't need a handout. They just need a helping hand. We can do this. We can break their systems designed to hold us back, to put us in boxes, to keep us apart. The day they fear is the day that we stand together and don't need them. The day that they will have no control and we will have no fear and we will have won. Quote by Rob Siltman. Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules. They have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. About the only thing you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. So I'm definitely on the crazy side, but I'm not sure about being able to change the world. <clears throat> but I decided I can try and change the immediate world around me. So with the help of my friend I mentioned, we went about setting up a trade network channel for my area on Telegram sure it's not the first, and I sure hope that it won't be the last of its kind. The first 24 hours, we had 100 people join. I've had such a positive return reaction to this. I've truly been humbled these last few days with the overwhelming support. On day two of this, I got a message from a guy in another part of the state wanting to Put this together in his area but didn't want to step on my toes but like i said this isn't a hundred percent my idea people have been talking about it all over i just started a small group that i hope keeps growing and i want others to take it up then day three someone clear across the state said they needed one there too i pointed them i hope in the right direction as to where they can find some help getting it started so why am I telling you this? Because no action is ever too small. If you're moving forward, every mighty river begins somewhere with a small trickle. But it's mighty because it brings all of these small trickles together and becomes a force to be reckoned with. A few days ago, in the Bible study group I'm part of, they posted a prayer and I thought, this part was very fitting. It said, Lord, help me not to be stingy with all that you have given me. Give me eyes to see where my time, talent, and treasure may serve others. A quote from Bill Molson. 
says the greatest change we need to make is from consumption to production. Even if on a small scale, in our own gardens, if only 10% of us do this, there is enough for everyone. Hence the fertility of revolutionaries who have no gardens, who depend on the system they attack, who produce words and bullets, not food and shelter. No one's going to give you the education you need to overthrow them. We have what we need, each other. Why do you think they've tried so hard the last two and a half, three years to tear us apart by any means necessary? Coming together is the answer. So get out there and get your communities going. This is Red Wolf on Unapologetically Right. Good night and God bless.